Yo, yo. We're late doing the Hot Pass podcast. Um, what a wild, wild weekend. We're going to get into it, and I apologize for being so late and disorganized with the podcast, but I blame NASCAR and Mother Nature, okay? Don't harp on me. So welcome back to the Hot Pass podcast, all right? We're caught up with all our YouTube videos, all right? And now we're back on schedule. So welcome to the Hot Pass podcast. Like, share, rate, subscribe, um, wherever you get your podcast, whether it's YouTube, Spotify, you know, the works. Okay. It's like ordering a sub. Oh, Hey, a burger. What do you want? The works. Okay. Don't be a crazy person like my girlfriend and just no toppings, no sauces. I just want the burger and the bun. You're crazy. I love you, baby, but you're crazy. We go to five guys. Just say the works. I want the works. I want the fixings, right? I want the fixings. She goes, just burgers. When I was going to get my back tattooed after that, we went to go get five guys. She just goes, just the burger. Any toppings? No. No ketchup? No nothing? No. No. The guy looks at me and he's like, do you need help? Do you need help getting out of this relationship? Nope. I love my baby. All right. <laughs> We've got lots to get into today. We also have a little bit of uh, Atlanta talk to talk about as well. Uh, so let's just dive right into it. Okay. We don't have time. There's lots to freaking talk about. All right. So this whole, uh, this whole weekend was wild. So we all, we had podcasts ending on uh, Friday with the Friday morning betting show. And, and then, uh, it was busy all weekend. So, um, all weekend was a game of goddamn inches. Okay. Whether it was the truck race, the Xfinity, uh, or, or cup, Guys were sliding by. I mean, Chase Elliott and the cup race sliding by with like like just ever so barely past Todd Killen. Ross Chastain in the big one, almost getting his ass taken out. Just barely makes it. I mean, there's so many opportunities in the truck race for guys to fucking get caught up in shit. And uh, we'll touch on that in a second. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, touch on every time we go through a um, uh, the trucks or Xfinity or cup, we'll talk about our bets and how we made out this weekend. Um, we started off well with Joey Logano in the poll. So, all right. So, um, it started off my weekend with going to hockey. Okay. We go end to end, scoot around three defensemen and then pop it over the glove and in the net. And I'm sitting here like, while hockey's going on, the truck race is starting. So I'm like, let's get this done. Let's get a goal. Let's start off hot, icy, like, you know hip bopping on the fucking on the, on the ice, right? We're feeling nice. We're feeling good. We smoke them nine, five. We're feeling real nice. It's just beer league hockey. I'm no pro. Now you may have thought, you know, he looks fit. He looks swole. He sounds like a manly man. He could be playing pro hockey. That's just not, that's not the case. Maybe I'm sucking my own dick right now, but that's not the case. So, uh, <laughs> I am an idiot. Anyways, so uh, we're feeling good, and then I'm like, I got to get the fuck, once hockey's done, I'm like, I got to get the fuck out of here, I got to watch the race. So there's no signal in the uh, in the arena dressing room, so I'm like, okay, go, 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 get undressed. Now, that night, I'm going to camp out for sneakers all night, so I'm just sitting, I was going to sit in my car, so the whole drive there, I'm watching, they're not even halfway through the race yet, and it's after 9 o'clock, and the race started at 7.45, Okay. And I'm like, okay, so it's typical truck shit, dude. Typical truck shit where they're just breaking shit. 
and 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 not giving a fuck about their stuff. So I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. I'm like, you know what? I barely missed the race. So I drive out to uh, the mall. Like we're out in the country for hockey or whatever. So I got to drive about 30 minutes into town to go to the mall to camp out for these sneakers. Now, if you don't know these sneakers, the Jordan 4 Bread Reimagined, I'll try and pop it up on the YouTube video. It's a gorgeous shoe. They ret- uh, they retroed it, but reimagined it with all leather instead of Nubuck. Gorgeous shoe. And uh, it was a great camp out. Um, starting off with the camp out, uh, I get there at 10 o'clock and we're watching the truck race. Great. Um, I, during the Friday morning betting show, I was going to talk about Nick Sanchez, um, decided to take my favorite drivers instead. Um, Nick Sanchez ultimately goes to win the race. Um, but if you follow me on any of my social media, I, uh, I think I failed to post this because it was before I went to hockey. Um, but I did take Spencer Boyd top five, top three, and outright, and he cashes with a top five. Um, and we profit, uh, what was it, uh, 1.05 units. So, you know, for me, 100 bucks, right? So we make out of the chaos of a truck race up. Um, it should have been more because I was going to take Nick Sanchez. I just felt like it was right. It's his time to finally get his first win. He's got a lot of talent, and watch out for him at Vegas. I think he's going to be a, one of the front runners. At Vegas, he has a lot of speed, um, but uh, it was just chaos. And uh, Tyler Ank, or no, who was it? I can't remember who flipped upside down. It was one of those bro- one of the brothers or whatever. But one of the brothers, um, uh, fuck, I can't remember their name. Um, ends up flipping upside down and shit. Raja, like I had Raja to win, and he makes a, just a terrible decision on the backstretch on the final lap. We had Corey LaJoy. He was a play, but he was being an idiot all night. Was listening to Door Bumper Clear right now or whatever. Them talking about how stupid fucking Corey LaJoy was in that race all the whole time. We had Johnny Sauter. Looked like he was going to fucking win, um, but he gets caught in the middle of the pack and then gets caught up in a bunch of shit. Christian Eckes, we're going to talk about him on the Friday morning betting show. Um, that it looks like he's going to do fucking very well probably this week. Um, but Kyle Bush is in the field. So it was a chaos. It was calamity. And, and, uh, then we're not even going to talk about the Arca race. Cause that shit ended at three in the fucking morning. I was sleeping in my car for the sneaker release and woke up at 3 AM and it was just getting to the end. That should not happen. Anyways, ridiculous. We get closer to the morning or whatever, and I'm camping out for those sneakers, and uh, more people start showing up about 4 or 5 a.m., and we're all kind of like, we've all, we're, everybody's super nice with each other, um, and uh, we're like, hey, man, if you want to go warm up in your car, go get food, whatever, it's fine. Um, so we're all becoming buddies. We're talking, and time starts flying by at that point, so which is great. The mall opens up at 8 a.m., and then more people start showing up. Well... Uh, I'm second in line. God bless because I got my pair for uh, retail and now they go for like four or 500 bucks Canadian. Um, so um, anyways, there's a guy back in the back of the line or whatever. He gets there at like eight, eight thirty, thinking he's going to be the front of the fucking line. And now guys at the front of the line have told me that other sneaker releases, this guy showed up and caused issues in the past because he doesn't want to fucking camp out and wait all night. And uh, he tries to fight a guy with it because everybody's been cool this whole time. Um, saying, hey, man, if you want to go to Tim Hortons, go to the washroom, whatever, that's cool, man. While he, the guy in front of this guy that tried to fight uh, fight this other dude, so this guy, he had an orange beanie. We'll call him orange beanie. Orange beanie um, is behind a guy that has the exact same size as him. 
So when he's got the exact same size, the guy goes, hey, man, like, is it cool if I all go to the bathroom or whatever? Everybody's like, yeah, cool, cool, cool. The guy comes back from going to the washroom, and Orange Beanie goes, you're not fucking butt in front of me. The guy goes, what? And then uh, he goes, yeah, I will fucking knock you out if you fucking uh, try and butt in front of me. And then the guy just picks up his chair. The guy that went to the washroom, he's like, I don't need this, man. Like, this is fucking, this is just stupid. Well, also, they were kind of in the back of the pack anyway, so they, they probably weren't going to get their size anyways. Um, but that shit just annoys the fuck out of me. We camp out all night. Everybody's super nice with each other, warm up in your car, all this stuff, and these idiots that don't want to put the work in, don't want to put the time in, and uh, you get mad and try and fight people because you don't want to put the work in. Anyways, we get our pair. We rock into my sister's birth, uh, 30th birthday party. It's a hot topic. Everybody's like, oh, shit, those are fire. We're wearing them in the snow. We're wearing them in the salt. It's a great time because they're leather, and we live in the uh, we live in the fucking great white north. That's what we need. We don't need no new book because that's going to get fucked up. Anyways, back to fucking NASCAR because this is why you guys are all here. Not to hear about my sneaker obsession, okay? Or my vintage tee, dude. My Kyle Petty Mellow Yellow showed up. That's from 1993. Not a single crack. Crispy. I can already feel it's probably going to crack the first time it goes into the wash. God God bless it. So, well, yeah, that's going to suck. That's really going to suck, isn't it? 1993, first time in the wash. This cracks. Sick, dude. So, anyways, Chaos and I, 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 Raja Karuth. I'm going to take him this weekend as well, too. You hear that in the Friday morning betting show. Raja's going to be great. We'll try and hit on Spencer Boyd again. Let's. We'll, we'll try and we'll have some fun. You guys will hear that. Um, Tony Brightinger, we're not going to go into a deep thing, but fuck her teammate for being a piece of shit. He wrecks her, then goes, doesn't do the teammate shit at the end of the ARCA race. You guys can go check it out. And then he goes and wins the race, and you're that guy's a piece of shit. Nobody on social media liked the guy other than, like, one guy because he hates women. So there was one guy that was bad-mouthing Tony Brightinger, and he was being sexist as fuck. And I'm sitting there like, yeah, well, obviously you don't get laid ever little pp hole all right so anyways saturday comes around and uh you know i go to my sister's 30th birthday but first thing in the morning they say xfinity's delayed because of rain and i already talked about on my friday morning betting show i said i wish terrible things on you if you're having fun at daytona because it's gonna rain and I, I i'm sorry but i didn't realize it was gonna rain that much where it rained all day sunday and then in the morning as well on Monday. So obviously Saturday, Sunday was a fucking wash. You guys barely heard it. Like you guys could follow me at Furlong Eric underscore on my Instagram NX. I was on there the whole weekend just wanting to see cars on the track. But it created the best Monday of racing of all time. I mean, we wake up in the morning. I got plans to go over to my dad's. We got my brother and a couple people coming over or whatever to watch the race. And then it ends up, boom, uh, no, Xfinity's been delayed because there's still more rain. And it's got to be delayed till 9 p.m. that night. So that fucks it all up. So anyways, the um, I try and like, it was fucking everything up. So we go over to my dad's and I have to say, this race was pretty fucking boring till the end, man. And and there's something we got to fix with this. I was listening to Door Bumper Clear. They had the same opinions. Um, half throttle. Uh the fact that AJ Allmendinger was by himself going full throttle, catching up to the field, that's not good. And I noticed that immediately. My dad's like, holy fuck, that guy's catching him on his own. And I went, 
Yeah, half throttle. I guarantee they're running fucking half throttle right now. And Door Bumper Clear and Dale Jr. on their podcast, they all confirmed it that, uh, yeah, they were half throttle the whole fucking time. So I'm pissed about that. That's ridiculous. They should say they, they, there should be a rule where you can't do that. You have to run a certain amount or you get penalized. Um, that's the only way because these cars, I mean, whatever, man, is going to make it more exciting. Um, but you know, oh, also my buddy was down at Daytona. He, he flies, he lives in uh, Indiana. He brought his girl down. He only saw the duels on Thursday. Just wanted to touch on this real quick. He only got to see the duels. He had to fly out Monday morning. Uh, that's the only reason I'm, I'm afraid of going to Daytona because of the exchange rate, because of, uh, you know, how much I got to pay. Um, because it'll cost well over $1,200 Canadian for me to for tickets uh, altogether for all the races and then the flights and uh, an Airbnb or hotel. It's like a $2,000 trip Canadian and to get not see a race. That's it's probably going to be one where I want to wait till later on in my life where uh, to go see. Um, so anyways, we'll get back into it. So the, the, the race is going on now. Um, it was kind of boring. I mean, right at the beginning, we've got Carson Hosevar and Harrison Burton um, get uh, crashing or whatever. And I was going to take a Harrison Burton bet uh, for a top 10. So thank God I didn't. Um, I would be looking at him for this weekend as well and any super speedways because that's the only place he really performs. That sucks. I was actually screaming and yelling that I was pissed at uh, the fact that Carson Hosevar crashed because I think he's going to have a good season. It's just you didn't even get it. He didn't even get a fair shot. Um Really unfortunate there, and um, I think uh, we'll see a little bit more of him this weekend. Now it's going to be an interesting – it's an interesting track, so we'll see how it plays out and if he can get through the calamity. But anyways, and then it's pretty much a boring race from there till the end, man. Um, there's not much going on. Everybody's kind of running half throttle, and, uh, you know, I love the Daytona 500. It's always exciting for me, so I always – like you know, putting money on it I think is the funnest thing you can do because your guys are going to be shuffling around a lot, and if you're a new fan of NASCAR – you know, if you're not a big fan of betting, I understand. But if you can toss ten bucks on a couple of guys or twenty bucks on uh, on each on a couple of guys, it's going to make it a lot more exciting than watching them run half throttle. And they're going to be doing the same thing this weekend. It's going to be a little bit more chaotic because of the mile and a half, because of how tight it is. Um, it's just a different, interesting, more unique track. Uh, definitely being on mile and a half super speedway. Um, so maybe you don't have to put money on it because it's going to be a lot more chaos. Um, but uh, Putting money on it makes it more exciting. So then we get to the near the end of the race. And once again, Hendrick Motorsports fucks it up for everybody. Thursday night in the duels, William Byron fucking crashes everybody and, and all this shit. Or I guess Brad Kozlowski kind of got into him, but whatever. Whatever you want to say. But William Byron checked up the field, made a bad block on Thursday. And fucking crashes Ryan Blaney in the whole fucking field, whoever it was. Um, and then... Um, same thing, two hundred cars can't fucking control themselves, and then uh, they take out all the good cars while they're Brad Keselowski, Joey Logano, fucking pretty much the whole fucking field. And then William Byron, as I've said on this fucking podcast, now I'm not saying he's not a good driver. He's a great driver. He was in the final four. He won six races, but he has to be NASCAR's luckiest driver, okay? You cause calamity. Late, he's the king, Okay. William Byron, I'm officially saying, is the king of late race restarts. He will do nothing all day. He's not there doing shit all fucking weekend. 
And then he shows up at the end and wins the race with a late race caution. And this time, him and his teammate caused the shit. I like Alex Bowman. I, I'm just tired of hearing William Byron being this amazing, fantastic, unbelievable driver. A lot of those races, man, and I'm. It's maybe it maybe it's a hot topic. Maybe I'm. It, it's very controversial. I think he's a good driver, but it's like how many wins can you get? And and maybe I'm in the wrong. Maybe I'm in the wrong. But how many wins can you get where you're you're just you're not doing shit all day, and then a late race restart from NASCAR, from the fucking heavens, from whether they cause it or some idiot causes it, and then you just come and win the race, and you haven't been the the best car all day. It should have been a Joey Logano. It should have been a Brad Keselowski. Um, those guys were out front, all fucking di- like working, moving, um, and even an Austin Sindrick, dude, uh, a Ross Chastain. Yes, I'm fans of, uh, of a couple of those guys, but those guys were out front doing the work all fucking day. And what? And and some guy that does shit all. all this is why the only thing I. I I get mad about it with the Daytona 500. It's not skill. It's it's all based on luck. A little bit of a skill, but the majority of it is luck, and he's the luckiest fucking driver in NASCAR. Arguably should have been Alex Bowman. There's a there's a big, like, my dad's sitting there, like, and, and my dad's buddy or whatever, we're sitting there watching the race, and there's no explanation of, of uh, what happened with the caution, and they're sitting there like, oh, okay, so who wins the race then? And I'm trying to explain it to him. Like, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm a huge NASCAR fan. And I I still have no idea. I, I have genuinely no idea because of, well, the time of the caution, when the light came on, Alex Bowman was in the lead. But they say it's the time they hit the button, but there's a delay. And I went, well, there you go. There you go. You know, Alex Bowman kind of ran out, uh, you know, in the middle of the pack, but towards the front kind of all day. And I would have been okay with Alex Bowman. William Byron did fuck all all goddamn day. I mean, maybe I'm just a hater. But I don't think he's going to be in the championship four. I don't think he's going to do much. I think he's going to go through a big fucking lull. But that's just me. It's all happening way too fast. But that's just me. We're going to see him for a long time. Like this Daytona 500 win. These Those six wins last year. Um, is keeping him on uh, Hendrick Motorsports for a long, long time. So we're going to hear from him for a long time. It's just I'm annoyed when it's like these guys that are really good um, just get fucking caught up because you guys can't fucking handle your shit. Okay. So anyways, let's move on. I'm over it. Let's go into – oh, well, anyways, we end up uh, – oh, yeah, I got to touch on my bets. So if you guys follow me on my Action Network – um, I had a, uh, what was his name again? God damn it. God damn it. David Reagan. There it is. Drawing a blank. David Reagan to lead a lap at plus 300 on bet rivers, dude. Plus 300 on bet rivers. Now earlier on in the week, I was kind of looking and I've, I've had to make a, um, a deal with myself. That I listen to all their podcasts because I like to hear other guys' opinions of the betting podcast for NASCAR of um, what their opinions are, who who they think is going to do well. Now, it, that kind of comes more into play on um, other tracks, not like super speedways because it's kind of take what your gut is telling you um, because of how it's just based on luck. And usually I recommend just taking a driver that you like, a paint scheme that you like, and, uh, and just run with it on super speedways just because – you know, you you don't want to be on the bad end of uh, your favorite driver not winning at Daytona 500, 
uh, win or uh, any super speedway. Um, but really, um, I was like looking at stats and I'm like, the, the reason why they're bringing in, um, David Reagan is because he's a, basically a super speedway ringer, right? Like he's, that's basically where he was good all his life. And RFK is, uh, got the cars. And I said, Brad Kislowski's going to be out front. So at some point, I didn't think it was going to happen the way it happened. Um, but I was like, Brad Kislowski's going to get out front at some point. Maybe David Reagan can get up there and they're going to help each other out, whether it's Brad pushing him or, uh, Reagan pushing Brad. And, uh, but then David Reagan goes on, uh, he stays out with one other car. I can't remember who it was and they're on a different strategy. And then I'm like watching him go around the track, like two or three laps. And all of a sudden I clue in and I, I put a hundred bucks on it, you know, full unit. And all of a sudden I clue in and I'm sitting with everybody. I go, woo! it's like first stage, right? I'm like, woo! And they're like, what? And I'm like, I just cashed fucking uh, 300 bucks, baby. Because David Reagan's leading the lap right now. We're all high five and yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're, we're feeling good. We're feeling nice. Now, did I follow my buddy's stage bets? Yes. Um, was it heavy on Penske? Yeah. And uh, I get fucked in this uh, first stage because uh, Ryan Blaney decide, ends up staying out. And Penske has to short pit to help Ryan Blaney out. So they don't win the first stage. Second stage, I had Austin Sendrick, not Ryan Blaney, and Sendrick makes a block on the high line, and Ryan Blaney leaves Sendrick out to dry and finishes second. That would have cashed me a huge bag, um, like seven or eight units. So whatever. Now I'm sitting here like, oh, my God. But a lot of my drivers make it through that big fucking wreck that Alex Bowman and William Byron uh, caused. But I'm already sitting there, and I'm already like, well, I don't have William Byron to win. And I, and I said to everybody around me, I said, William Byron's going to win this Daytona 500. I fucking guarantee it. He's 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 NASCAR's luckiest driver. I'm like, he's going to win the race. He's going to win the race. He's out front now. He's going to win. And I'm fucking losing my mind. I'm like, everybody else, is they're not even a factor now. He's going to win the race. And well, what happens? He ends up winning the race. But Ross Chastain, it was a last second bet at like 28 to 1, which is so insane. He almost makes the move. Sandra catches him. But... um. The end of the race. So on Google, um, when you went to Na- if you Google NASCAR and race results on Google, they had AJ Allmendinger places a top five, and Bubba in sixth. Now, if you guys would have listened to the Hot Pass Betting Podcast show on Friday, I said AJ Allmendinger top five at plus eight hundred because of his history in the Xfinity Series, how good he is. He's a low, um, uh, low key super speedway racer, uh, very good one. And, um, so, but then on the official, unofficial results, I'm like, he finished six. God damn it. On Fox, he finished six. I didn't take Bubba top five. God damn it. Well, then I'm like, well, if it says it on Google, maybe, maybe where I placed my bets, bet rivers, they ended up paying it out Well, they did. So we ran to the Hills. We cashed it out. We cashed a bag and I'm going to say, yeah, we won that bet. Some people are like, well, you're not going to put that on your action network. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. If I got the money, I'm putting it on my action network. Because technically, everybody that followed my bets cashed then, didn't they? Well, it didn't count, did it? Well, technically, it didn't really count. Well, it, it counted in my pockets, baby. So, overall, the whole weekend. Uh, so, well, let's get an Xfinity real quick. I'm just so fucking tired 
of having to listen to Andy Petrie or whatever the fuck his stupid ass name is that disrespected Sheldon Creed last year. Talk the whole race. Oh, <laughs> sucking off Jesse Love. Well, Jesse Love gets in a crash. Somehow they're still going. <laughs> Jesse Love, Jesse Love doing so good, brother. Oh, Jesse Love. Oh, Austin Hill. Oh, he's been out. Oh, he's still <laughs> is choking on their fucking dicks, dude. I'm so fucking tired of listening to RCR management on broadcast. Why the fuck did you even have him there? I would, I would, I wouldn't even even watched it. Halfway through, they're like, "Oh, it's Andy Petrie." Bleep, 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 bleep. Shut the fuck up. God damn it! And then somehow Austin Hill, he'll spin out like once or twice, get damage on it. These cars, I'm, I'm gonna say it, have to be cheating. He's so fucking fast. Or maybe it's just everybody else is definitely just not as good on super speedways. Um, and Austin Hill's just really good. But once again, Sheldon Creed finishes second. Now, great. Yes, it would have been fantastic if he would have won the race. Okay. Also, we cashed Parker Retzlaff, top five. Unbelievable. Okay. Up 0.25 units for the race. We made it out. Squeaky clean. Riley Herbst would have been great. To win the race because during that race, Riley Herbs, it looked like Riley Herbs and Ryan Seek. And I was like, holy fuck, these guys are going to win. One of them is going to win the goddamn race. And while in a late race caution and um, Riley Herbs on a restart. Now, I have something to say about this. A lot of you guys probably didn't watch the Xfinity race. Um, the Xfinity race because it was super late on a Monday and we all, everybody had to go back to work on Tuesday. It was a long weekend here up in Canada. It was Family Day weekend. And Riley Herbst lays back to give Ryan Sieg the fucking the restart and then no explanation on the broadcast of why. And I, I, I truly, I was so mad because there goes his win. That was Riley Herbst's win in a fucking nutshell, dude. And I don't think he laid back. What, half a car length? Okay, dude. And then when they came down to pits, Riley's like on the, on the next caution or whatever because he was going to have to serve his penalty. Riley goes, well, duh, I laid back. I've got to give him the fucking go-ahead. He's got the start. He has to ignite and start the fucking restart in the restart zone. And it's like, well, duh, I fucking laid back a little bit. And it's like, well, he's got a point. He's got a fucking point. And he got fucked. He got fucked out of a fucking win, dude. And then now he had to sit here and go, watch Austin Hill's grumpy ass, not even smiling in the photos, just... Yeah, I'm the fucking bad. We three peep baby at fucking Dayton. We're the fucking best. Oh, suck my fucking. Yeah, fuck you, you fuck. And then we have to see Sheldon Creed second. Now, let me just say Sheldon Creed finished in second. It hurts, right? Definitely when they were crashing, he let up. He he came off the gas because he thought the caution was coming out and the race is over. It, it was Austin Hill's fucking win either way, man. We already knew it. It was coming. He kept driving to the front. Nobody was blocking him or wrecking him. And but that's the start you want from Sheldon Creed. Second, okay. I know it's not ideal because of him always finishing fucking second. Um, but that's where you want to start with your new team is be out front. I'm so excited for this year for Sheldon Creed and Austin Hill to be battling it on the track. Now, RCR has showed this speed always on super speedways. Whoever's in the car, okay whether it's Jesse Love or Sheldon Creed. They've never showed it consistently at other tracks, like mile and a half and road courses. Okay? 
So if they can do that, then Austin Hill's going to be competitive. But last year, he won at Daytona. He won at Atlanta, I'm pretty sure. Um, he won at Pocono randomly. But other than that, didn't do shit. He was cashing top fives for a lot of people throughout the year last year, but didn't do shit. So don't get hyped up on the Austin Hill train until he goes and wins a Vegas, you know, a short track, you know, any kind of those, any style of those tracks, whether it's short track or, or mile and a half. If he wins on there early on, then we can start talking about Austin Hill for a championship. But until then, I'm not on that fucking train whatsoever. Do not bet his odds. Now it seems like, oh, Eric's stupid for not uh, for telling us not to bet the odds. The guy this Friday to bet um, on the betting show or whatever for this Saturday's coming uh, race for the truck series, you're going to take a plus 300, and that's Kyle Busch. We'll talk about that on Friday. You have to take him, not Austin Hill. It's not, He does not have the experience on, like, yes, he's won super speedway races. You can you saw he can get caught up in crashes. He just got lucky as fuck that it wasn't insane damage like his teammate. So take Sheldon Creed, take Riley Herbst. These boys are going to be competing. Chandler Smith looked very good as well. Sammy Smith, unbelievable. Um, now the Junior Motorsports bets didn't look so well. Brandon Jones kind of was there, I guess. Um, but he was a long shot anyways. It was a sprinkle. But uh, Sam Mayer getting caught up super early on was very disappointing as well. I'll take him again this weekend. It's just bad luck. Um, but anyways, those were the races. Um, we came out overall the whole weekend. If you followed every single one of my bets, you'd be eight units richer. Um, whatever your unit allocations is, unbelievable. Um, it was a good weekend for betting. And uh, let's go into Atlanta. Now, let's talk about Atlanta for a second here. There's been some shit going on between my, my brother and I just trying to figure out if we're going or not. Okay. I just wanted to address this on the pod. Um, my brother and I, uh, so we're currently laid off from work, but uh, I make a lot of money on here and we get EI, whatever, right? We're not going to go into the details. We're fine with our money. It's a matter of whether we're going to get picked up on the union list. Now I've, I've told you on the podcast, but if you haven't, um, uh, heard the other podcast of me explaining it, I'll explain it to you now. So our, our union list when we get laid off and you're in the union for a trade, you don't have to go hunt and find a job. You get popped on a list and, uh, and you can check on, on our like member portal, um, which is, you know, for union members, you can check what number you are on the list. Um, the first week we were seven and six on our union list. Right. Um, now you get to one, you're the most likely candidate to get picked up and then boom. But so we've been laid off for a month maybe and the first week we were seven and six and at the end of the week we moved up to fifth and fourth but ever since then we've stayed stagnant at that at those two numbers right so we're kind of sitting here like when do when do we book it because um our flights and 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 trip and everything to go down to atlanta because of um the possibility of us getting picked up for a monday right so we're sitting here my brother keeps delaying and i go we're not getting picked up we're not getting picked up it's not happening and I'm really hoping we don't get picked up next week because I'm going to Vegas. So I really don't want to get picked up then because it would just fuck everything up. Now, luckily, you can deny a job and you get popped right back at the front of the list, right? You don't have to take the first job that comes to you. The only issue is, is you could be waiting another couple of weeks. So that's the only issue. And that's what we don't want. And uh, I would, I love work. I love going to work. 
Um, so it would be nice to go back, right? The only thing right now I'm doing is going to the gym and then coming home and then doing the podcast. Now it's been good for me to get uh, the podcast out. So it's been great, but um, I would like to go back to work soon. Um, you know, it's getting warmer here in Canada. So, uh, you know, I've kind of sat at home and stayed in the warmth um, all fucking all winter, which is kind of nice. Anyways, so we're still trying to plan it. Now we booked our Airbnb. We have the opportunity. This is coming out on the, uh, the 21st. Um, we do have the opportunity on the 22nd all day to, uh, if, if we do get picked up tomorrow, um, to cancel our Airbnb and we not go. Um, but, um, I have it booked. It's like down the street from Atlanta motor speedway. It's in like a trailer or whatever, very nice trailer or whatever with Wi-Fi and stuff, um, at somebody's place. So we're going to hopefully stay in there. And then tomorrow on the 22nd, on the Thursday um, at night or either tonight, uh, we're going to book our flights and um, and our rental car and everything for the track. So there is a possibility that we're going. It's just there's so much going on behind the scenes um, for our work and everything, uh, being laid off, that is kind of hindering everything, right? And my brother gets a lot of anxiety about what's going on. But that's totally fine. I, I totally understand that. Um, I just believe that we're not going to get picked up. So, But I'm also kind of praying we don't because I'd like to go to the race. Um, so there is that possibility we're going to have tickets. Now, we were supposed to get tickets behind my buddy Clinton um, at the exit of turn four yesterday. The whole row was available. And magically, somehow, every single one. Now, I'm going to keep an eye on, on it. But magically, they all just disappeared within 12 hours. Okay. I'm sure the whole row got bought out. So sometimes Ticketmaster does that where they somebody puts them in their cart and then they've got to pop them back in. We'll take a look. If not, we'll have to pop a, a, in a spot somewhere else. Um, but there is an opportunity that I'm still going. We're gonna. I'll, uh, if you follow me at Furlong Eric underscore on all my social media, um, you guys will see whether I'm going or not. Um, it'll be an early. If anything, it will be an early, 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 early morning. Friday morning, um, we would have to drive three hours down to Detroit uh, airport um, from where we're at. Um, and the flight leaves at like 8.30 a.m. So you got to be there two, three hours early. So it's going to be a two, three in the morning drive down to Detroit. So it's going to be super early morning, um, a long day. But luckily that's on a Friday. And then the races aren't until Saturday and uh, Sunday anyway. So we got plenty of time to catch some Zs. So uh, anyways... That's been the podcast. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Ranting, going off on fucking bunch of drivers. Um, it's, it can be very entertaining at times. And um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Uh, it's been wild. We're going to try. I'm up. I, I got to get the YouTube videos and everything situated, uploaded. Um, we're, we're pretty much caught up at this point. Uh, we're trying to get Kyle Steckley on the podcast um, either later this week to, to upload while I'm gone for the Vegas week. Um, if not, I'll try and record it early next week. Um, and we're, we'll, we'll try and get sh- shit all situated. So anyways, though, that's possibly coming soon. Um, I got some stuff to work out, but anyways, um, that's been the hot pass podcast. Listen to the Friday morning betting show. It's been a hell of a week. It's a short week. So we're pumping out a lot of content in the last couple of days. Um, so I appreciate you guys listening um, go check out all my social media at Furlong Eric underscore like, rate, share, subscribe to the podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast. And uh, we'll talk to you guys Friday morning for the Friday morning uh, betting show. 
Go check out on Caesars, Bet Rivers. They've got all the lines open for all the Atlanta weekend needs for your betting. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. Have a great week. We'll see you Friday. See you.